Hi loves, welcome to the Joyce to Be podcast. I'm so excited to talk to you today because uh, it's been a while. I've been willing to record a collective reading and an episode for this podcast for a while and I I didn't do it. So um, I'm excited now because just because because I wanted I, I wanted to receive a message I wanted to talk to you I wanted to talk about um, some deep stuff and I haven't done it in a while I missed you how have you been the fall has officially started where I live it's rainy although the trees are not yellow the leaves are not yellow yet but it's raining almost daily and I'm so happy about this I wrote a post a few days ago where I shared that um, when the sun is hidden behind the clouds when it's like rainy and cloudy and gloomy this is the weather in which I just thrive not not when the sun is shining because um, I like to joke about that Uh, when it's super sunny I can't go outside because I feel like a vampire in the sims game when they go outside during the daylight and they start oh what's it called like when there is this um smoke coming from them you know they start smoking <laughs> not smoking what are they starting doing they start melting or something so this is what happens to me this is how it feels like and when it's rainy and cloudy this is when i'm so like i'm happy i feel good i want to grab my umbrella and go for a walk and um I really, truly love this weather. And I had endless conversations uh, with my husband about this because he says that he loves sunny weather. And then when the weather is sunny, he doesn't want to go outside because it's too hot. And yet he says that he doesn't like when it's like, I want to say gloomy, but there's another word, like grayish, you know? outside because he's like well it's sad why because it's gray so like the sun is not shining directly at you and um, like why is it about well because it's gray I don't know like and yet he likes gray color on cars and his sweaters but like when it's gray outside he doesn't like it weird to me but anyway I'm so excited about about fall And uh, I'm so excited about not um, needing to have my air conditioner on all the time because you can just open windows and it's fresh air and it's not super cold and it's just comfortable and a little bit chill and oh, I'm just so happy. Oh my God, I never knew that my favorite season would be fall unless, I mean, until... I moved here where my husband lives because, yeah, I think I shared the story many times already, but I am from Siberia, West Siberia, and, like, it's a very cold and snowy place where, like, it starts snowing somewhere in October and it stops snowing somewhere in, I would say, end of April. Maybe sometimes it's still snowing in May. And so then we have like May or half of May, June, July and August that are kind of like all together spring, summer and fall. And then in October, oh, okay, no, October. Okay, then May, June, July, August, September, five months. And then it starts snowing and it can start snowing even in September. So... The summer is unpredictable, sometimes non-existent, and I always thought that my favorite season is summer because, like, I just missed it <laughs> because I wanted summer, and I, like, it was not very uh, often that, I mean, like, how do I say it? Like, it's not, there was not a lot of time to enjoy it, that's how you say it. And then I moved here, like, in the middle 
in the mid area, mid, what is it, mid area of Russia. And um, now, and now here, summer is like four months. It starts in May, and it's like thirty plus Fahrenheit. Not not Fahrenheit. Celsius, thirty plus Celsius. May, June, July, August, and thank God the weather changes in September. And now I realize that I don't like summer that much because, like, I don't want to go outside. And every time I go outside, I like I feel. I wouldn't say that I feel sad, but I feel weird that, like, I go outside and I'm wearing just a top and a skirt, for example, and I don't feel the difference between uh, when I'm at home and when I'm outside. Like, my skin doesn't feel the difference in the air, In like, it just doesn't. <laughs> and it's weird. I like to feel when I'm outside. I feel, I like, to feel that it's a little bit like the the weather the temperature is a little bit different and like i feel that it's a different experience and like you know i'm happy it's full anyway let's um let's do a collective reading uh, i already pulled six cards it's six not a million and six i'm very proud of myself for that um, and let's see what we need to know. And again, I will say you, but I will mean we. It's just that when I say you, it helps me to, you know, to receive the message without putting extra, like putting putting my own judgment on it. Uh, because when I do, like when I do readings for myself, I usually record myself, uh, like mm, I record a video of myself talking to myself. And I, again, say you. I don't say I, because when I uh, read for myself and, like, I address this message, like, make it about me as I read it, I start, like, I can resist many things or some things, and, like, it just, I don't like how it goes. And so I will be saying you, but this message is for me, for sure. For me, too, I meant. Okay, let's see. So... Um, there's something about meeting our own shadows and like the message here is that it's not that scary. It's not so scary to meet our own shadows, to meet our, our own demons, I want to say. Um, something that is scary within us that we like, you know, run around and we don't want to look it in the eye because we're scared. It's not that scary. It's don't be scared. Don't be scared. Be curious, but don't be scared. Because it's part of you. What you're scared of, um, what you are scared of looking at within yourself, it's part of you. You know what it remind me of, reminded me of? I once had a channeling session with a client and um, she was getting over a breakup and she broke up with her partner like six months before, uh, I mean, before our session, or maybe even longer, I can't remember, but it was like, it was a long time. And she was resisting herself missing him. And she was like, she came to me because she was like, what's going on? Um, I miss the good things. It's like I forgot all the bad things and I keep reminding myself about all the bad things. I don't want him in my life, but at the same time, I miss like some things uh, that were present in our relationship. And they've been, they had been together for three years, if I'm not mistaken. And um, uh, the message that we received for her during the channeling session was that um, like that relationship was a closed chapter in her life. And like, we all know that you all like, you know that we know that everybody knows that you're not coming back because that relationship was abusive. And like, you are over him already. Like, don't you worry about this. You're not coming back. It's not a sign that you need to come back. But there is a part of you that misses something that was good in that relationship because that relationship wasn't all bad. There were good things in that relationship. This is like this is why you kept being in that relationship for three years because 
it wasn't just like just bad things there were a lot of things that you liked and now when you are not letting yourself not allowing yourself to miss the good parts you're not resisting him because like we all know that you're not coming back to him like it's a closed chapter we're over over it already but you're resisting yourself you're resisting the part of you that misses something and instead of shutting yourself down and not allowing yourself to speak you know to speak up to to um communicate with you like and point out the needs that you have uh i lost my train of of thought how do i finish the sentence now what was i saying um like instead of resisting yourself listen to yourself just listen to what your inner child has to say or like your inner loving part you know the part of you that loved being in a relationship and like um the exercise that i reminded herself of of is that um write down what you didn't like in that relationship and write down what you did like in that relationship and then look at the part that you did like in that relationship and realize that there was some that first of all there was something good in that relationship second of all you manifested it this was your standard and you were a, vibra- a vibrational match to this good stuff you can manifest it and then look at the part of like l- look at the column with the, all the things that you didn't like about that relationship and rewrite those things as your new standards and realize that now you can manifest a new relationship where there would be all the good things that you enjoyed and also all the good things that you now are willing to choose for yourself instead of like the bad things that happened in that relationship and why am i telling you the story now is that i see in this reading this message that like don't be scared to look inside yourself because it's you and even if you judge something within yourself and you think that like you maybe you get annoyed with something within yourself uh some i don't know indecisiveness maybe or fear of something uh instead of shutting this part down and instead of not allowing yourself like this part of you to speak listen to it understand that it's not about like the thing that you can't decide on for example if it's indecisiveness realize that it's this part of you that wants to hold on to the good stuff you know maybe or like if it's fear look at this part of you as like someone who values like that what you are now maybe pushing yourself to let go you know just observe just listen to yourself what is there what do you what are you afraid of what do you want what what do you not want just you know gather all the information and then you will see like this will help you to get clear on what you want and and where to move from from there and like this experience will be full of insights for you but don't run away from yourself it's not that scary we promise you it's not scary this is like this is what i hear and approach your life and your life choices and the situations that you're now handling with an open heart, with curiosity, with child's curiosity. One more practice that came to mind now, uh, came to my mind now, is the one that I heard it somewhere. Uh, and then I practiced it when I was uh, very angry with my parents, when I just started my healing journey and I was doing a lot of practices, a lot of digging, a lot of shadow work. I was very angry with my parents and I was so angry I didn't want them to be my parents and what helped me to shift that and to heal that and actually I would say that it helped me to live through that time when it was hard for me uh, because it was a little bit of a 
you know, a practice of dissociation. And I read about it somewhere. Like, it's, I didn't come up with this, but I imagined uh, that I am not Dasha. I am this angel that came from heaven, you know, and is now living in Dasha's body. And I was keeping a journal like this, like from from the like the perspective of this angel. And I was looking at my life differently. It helped me to dissociate, you know, with the Dasha that hated her parents. And I was just writing in my journal, like I woke up today, um, this apartment that I live in is beautiful, and I hear Dasha, I hear Dasha's voice inside of me, like today, for example, her mother um, called, and I heard that Dasha resisted to talk to her, but I didn't mind, so I talked to her, and I listened to what she wanted to say, and she even wanted to, she she even want, wanted my advice on something, and I gave her that advice, and then, you know, I hung up the phone, and I forgot about her, and I know that Dasha doesn't want to talk to her, um, but, like, I didn't care, and I spent some time talking to Dasha, I mean, talking with Dasha about this, and um, and then I move, moved on with my day, you know, with my life, and this helped me to, um, because I, I couldn't back then to go like fully no contact with my parents because I was dependent on them financially, this helped me to dissociate. And this was a very needed practice back then because it helped me to have this different perspective and to, um, you know, be more aligned with my higher self, I would say. And this, like, it helped me a lot. And why am I sharing with you this information right now? I can't remember. <laughs> why? Why, why? Why am I? I don't know. But, like, some of you needed to hear that. This is a very good practice. So, let's get back to the to the reading. Um... Oh, maybe it's about the curiosity. Maybe I was talking to you about the curiosity. Because like when I was looking at my life through this angel's perspective, through this angel's eyes, you know, I got curious about my life. I got curious about myself and it helped me to um, to practice, to train this um, skill <laughs> to become the observer of my own thoughts, of my own feelings, and this was, um, I wouldn't even say that this was a reminder that I'm not my fears, and I'm not my thoughts, and I'm not my feelings, I'm the one who is feeling them and thinking them, you know, it was just a practice of that, and um, in this reading today, I see this asking, this invitation to look at yourself like from this observer point of view and hear what your inner child has to say and get curious about what's going on inside of you and never lose connection with this part of you because it's so important it's so meaningful it's so like it's so meaningful this part of you that is maybe sometimes scared uh, maybe sometimes worries a lot or um, exhaust herself, I want to say, with obsessive thoughts, this part of you, like, it's, it wants to, to tell you something. And yes, sometimes you will find that it's a coping mechanism and trauma response and trigger. But pay attention. Don't run away from this part. Don't resist this part of you. Guard yourself. When you take the time to look at your triggers, you give your nervous system this, um, you know, knowledge, this understanding that you have your own back. And it's a lot. It means a lot for yourself and for your inner child. And um, it's interesting. What is this message about today? Like, I want to open all the cards. This message is, like, I did not expect that. But then again, I didn't 
really uh, set an, an intention about like like I usually do, I just said that what do we need to hear today? And this is what we need to hear today. And it's like, this message is confusing to me. I think I will have to add uh, some tarot cards because it's just an oracle deck. And usually it's the deck that I am like, I feel fully connected with. I understand it perfectly. But now I'm looking at it and I'm like, what are you hinting on? Let's see. Um, I want to look at it as hero's journey. Mm, so there is this, oh, mouse is going to poop now and be loud. Mm, and be loud, just be loud. I warned you. I mean, she's not going to be very loud, but you will hear her probably. So let's look at this as hero's journey. So there is a child who is um, meeting a monster and he's curious about this monster. He doesn't look at it as a monster. He's just meeting someone who is, like, interesting and big and pretty, you know, and doesn't hurt him. And then this is how this child learns that um, there's nothing scary in this world, that this child is always taken care of. And um, this is how this child now, I mean... This child then grows into this compassionate person who loves taking care of um, things and people and animals and like because this this person now doesn't see you know evil in anything. Oh, I know what this message is about. Oh my God, this is so beautiful and it's so needed for me and to me. Uh, and a mouse came and sat on my cards, but like this is what happens all the time on my every collective reading, so we're not surprised, are we? Okay, I will share with you what I'm getting, but I want to get to the end of the hero's journey here. So then this child grows up and this child doesn't see evil anywhere because it, like this child, I mean, this person now understands that like, um, they approach everything with curiosity. I want to say she approaches because like in these cards there is this well the cards called uh goddess the goddess temple. This is why like almost every character um on every card is female. But let's see where it leads us. So like she's not scared of anyone. She trusts the world and she knows that everybody around her is her friend and she knows how to guard mm, like you know she wants she knows how to grow um she knows how to grow and take care of the good things you know and at the same time she embraces her I want to say queendom, you know, not queendom, but like she knows she's powerful. She knows she's strong also because she's in connection with the, with herself, with the nature and um, she's not scared of uh, meeting herself, going deeper within herself. She's not scared of... Um, diving deeper in her emotions, I want to say. And she's not scared of being alone and aiming higher, you know, and dreaming bigger. Because of that, because of that experience, because of that open heart and trusting. So what I wanted to say in the beginning, I mean, like when I started reading this this reading as Hero's Journey, I said, oh, I know what it's about because... I set an intention earlier for myself when I woke up um, that I want to, I'd read some posts about, like, I read a post about someone being very, uh, what's it called, like, dividing the world into good and bad too much, and I respect that person, but I was like, I'm confused, because I like this um, new age understanding of our relationship with God and the universe that we're all one and that the universe loves us unconditionally and our inner being, being 
loves us unconditionally, right? And for me, it was weird to read, like, something about that there is evil and there is, like, there is good and there is bad and you'd better choose good and, like, stay away from bad. And I was like, I, I'm not, I don't get it. And I set an intention for myself, like, show me what's good and what's bad. Like, is there really that line? Because I don't feel it and I don't believe in it. And this is what I'm getting here in this reading, that when you are um, accepting life with an open heart, you don't see it as evil because you you see the duplicity in everything. And if you're not scared but curious toward anything, you won't have this perspective of like, no, this is bad. You can say, no, this is bad for me and I'm not choosing this for myself, but like just to add it in the in your list of bad things that are bad forever, like, no, this is not going to happen. This makes sense to me. But what is this message is about? Like, what do we know? What do we need to know? Right? My question was, what do we need to know? And um, I want to say that what you need to know is that when you accept life, when you're curious about what's going on inside of you and what's going on outside of you from the place of love and when you look into your fear because you accept it too because um, you look at fear as this, you know, this um, shadow part of you, this creature that you don't understand but you are not scared of, you're willing to listen to it and not associate with it but um study it i even want to say but like like hear it out and and uh, have a conversation with it to understand what this part of you is scared of you then walk forward in life with this knowing that you're taking care of and you can take care of yourself and like your parts, you know, you're not scared of yourself. You're in peace with yourself and you're in peace with life. Because this energy of the teacher that I see also, that like you not only take care of yourself, you take care of other beings. You are being this light for others because you first of all, this light, you are first of all, this light for yourself. You take care of yourself and when you know how to accept and love yourself without dividing yourself uh, on, I mean, into good and bad, the good and the bad, you then look at your own, I mean, you then look at your whole life and everyone um, around you from this perspective too, holding the duplicity, accepting the duplicity and not dividing things into like the the good pile and the bad pile forever and this what helps you also to then embrace the part of you that maybe someone else um sees as bad part of you but you know that like it's this duplicity again and this part of you that maybe is not accepted by someone holds so much power and when you're not resisting yourself you can dig into it and you can tap into that power and like something that causes you pain in your life helps you do exactly that and this is when you stop being scared of your emotions of um, you know you just stop being scared of what other people see as the bad in you um, of um, something that is judged like something that other people may judge you or others for, you just accept all of you. And even if you meet some part of you that you're scared of, um, you still are first and foremost curious about yourself. And then you get curious about your emotions too. And so like you look at yourself and how you interact with life from this place of um, observer, you know, where you're just curious about everything in you. And this is how you open up your heart and open up your walls, you know. 
that you maybe put up like to protect yourself from the world you open yourself up for yourself because there is no judgment there and you just embrace all of you and when you embrace all of you you embrace all of the life you know what was confusing for me in this message and why it just unpacked the way it is i mean the way it unpacked the way it did is that is that i was expecting and again i didn't set an intention for this this is why i didn't get it but i was expecting some message about creativity because we late, lately have been talking about creativity on this podcast and this is why when i opened this card i was trying to read them from this filter of creativity and like understanding ourselves deeper and like i mean this reading finally i mean in the end this reading is about uh, understanding yourself deeper but my filter was wrong and like i had it and i was like I'm confused. How is this about creativity? How is this about our creative journey? And it's not. It's actually about like I need this is a lesson for me. I need to set intentions uh, more clearer. But what we received now is so important. It's so important for me. And I'm pretty sure like if you're listening to this, it's so important for you too. And this message is about this duplicity. When you accept it in yourself, you then accept it in the whole world. And when you accept it in yourself, you stop being scared of yourself. Because usually people who judge, who like divide, who see this world in black and white, you know, with no, um, um, what's it called? Shades, with no shades of gray. Um, there are people who judge themselves like that too who see parts of them as black and parts of them as white and they don't interact with the parts of them that are black. And this is why I shared this practice. I mean, I shared this story with you in the beginning of my client who was refusing, who was like shutting down this part of you, who was, I mean, this part of herself who was missing her previous relationship. And like this message was so important to hear from like I needed to hear this and it's so important for me to give this message to you that don't shut yourself down look at yourself honestly and like observe yourself this is the best thing the best gift that you can give yourself just observe yourself and like maybe do morning pages maybe they are meant to be exactly for that your morning pages to just observe yourself, start with that, like, how am I feeling, where am I feeling it, what's going on, I feel fear about this, this and that, I feel doubt and this, this, this and that, and like, just observe yourself, because this curious approach, approach of curiosity without judgment, is what opens yourself for yourself, this is how, when you remove judgment you open like your inner child opens their heart for you because there is no judgment and when you learn how to hold duplicity within yourself when you accept your shadows when you understand that the thing uh, within yourself that you resist is the thing that wants to tell you something and you remove the judgment and you just hear like hear yourself out and just observe what's going on, you then realize, like like in every shadow work, you then realize that the part of you that you resisted because you hated, um, like, this... Oh, what's it called? This side of you, let's say. Because, like, it was fearful, or because it was judgmental, or because it was, like, I don't know, whatever. You realize that like there is this beautiful gift that this part of you the side of you holds and when you accept yourself you then have this freedom of choice i talked about this with someone i think it maybe was my husband or my friend can't remember but we were talking about this or maybe i was writing about this in my journal and while i was remembering i also forgot what i was like what is it? What I wanted to say. 
um yeah i think i was talking about this with my friend and it was that like when you don't accept uh something within you yeah no i forgot again it was something about that when you accept your shadow oh like there is this part of you that uh, gets activated for example when you get triggered um like I got triggered the other day. No, hold on. I will get back to the story. Like there is a part of you that, that um, shows up when you get triggered. And you don't like this part of you. You res resist this part of you. And when you resist it, when you judge it, it doesn't open up. It's hard for you, you know. But when you remove the judgment and just observe you then realize that it was just a coping mechanism, for example, and this part just on its own is not bad, is not good or bad, it, it just is. And it helps you with something or it used to help you with something. And by doing this, by accepting this part of you, you set yourself free, you realize that this part was giving you something. And now you have freedom to access that gift um, on your own free will. Like it stops being just um, default reaction when you get triggered. And, um, you know, and you can access it now on your free will. And this is like what this card for me is all about. And the story I wanted to share is that I got triggered the other day. Um, I was visiting, my husband and I were visiting our in-laws. And uh, my mother-in-law was sad that we are not calling her that often and that we're not sharing what's going on with us. And uh, what I did in response to it is I started, like, I started remembering, like, what's going on with us and our news and I started sharing them, like, all this news with her. And then after that, uh, as we were on our way home, I felt this you know, vulnerability hungover, <laughs> or it's not even vulnerability hungover, I don't know, it was just emotional hungover, uh, because I shared something that I didn't want to share. It's not that I shared something personal um, that I then felt cringe about, no. Um, it's just that, like, I felt like I, I unwillingly shared some pieces of my life with a person I didn't want to share them with. And I was like, interesting and uh, after that only like um, in the evening of the next day I realized like I was reading something on Instagram and I realized that it was trigger but I didn't recognize it as trigger because it was like it didn't make me feel angry or hurt because like these are the obvious feelings, like the familiar feelings that I get when I get triggered. And I would recognize that it's a trigger if I felt hurt or angry. But I didn't. Uh, it's just that um, the people pleaser in me got triggered and it made me want to prove that I'm a good person, you know? It made me want to share all my secrets so this person wouldn't, like my mother-in-law, wouldn't be upset with me, wouldn't be sad, and wouldn't think that I have something to hide. And when I realized that, I got so sad that like, and I wrote a post about this, that actually someone's, someone's sad face doesn't mean that you need to abandon your boundaries, you know? Because like, for some reason, I didn't want to share things with her. And like, I don't do that anymore. And it's the people pleaser in me that still does. And the trick was that, like, at first when I understood it, I was like, um, no, not even when I understood it. When we were on our way home, after that, I was judgmental about the part of me that was just like, uh, shared all my secrets and shared all my news with her because like, I didn't want to. And why did I? I was annoyed with myself. But then the next day when I realized that it's a trigger, it helped me to um, look from this uh, position of just an observer to look at myself and, and my behavior. And I was like, oh, 
yeah, well, it's my childhood story. It's my, my childhood trauma. I was raised by a mom with um, some sort of, like, she was, uh, she had some uh, narcissistic personality disorder. I mean, like, maybe not a disorder, but she was on the narcissistic spectrum for sure. I mean, she is. And um, trying to guess her every mood by the, like, um, by her face, by the emotions she shows was like my survival mechanism, you know, and this is why proving to her that I have nothing to hide was my, you know, survival instinct, and uh, this got triggered, and like the next step based on this reading, the next step for me is to look at like there's nothing bad about it I mean there's nothing bad about it there is something that I resist about this behavior and there is something that helped me that used to help me survive this authenticity right this authenticity and like the level of self-acceptance that goes with it because like I can share things just to prove that I have nothing to hide but then I don't judge myself for having those things. Like when I share them with the world, I don't judge myself. And um, like this is the good part, you know. And like now, uh, thanks to this trigger, I also realize that, huh, the people pleaser in me still gets triggered and I need boundaries about this, like around this. And the situation helped me. And yes, it was painful. And yes, there were part like there is there was this part of me that I didn't accept within myself. But the moment I got curious about all of this and removed all the judgment was the moment when my inner child opened her heart for me. And I was like, oh, now I see why I did this. And I have so much compassion for myself. And like, I understand it. I get it. And there's nothing wrong with that. And yeah, we didn't like it. Let's not do this next time. Like, I can now access this part of me on my free will, you know? Not only when I get triggered, not because I get triggered. And, like, when you do this for yourself, you then start doing this for other people too because, like, you realize that, yeah, they get triggered and, like, I get it. And at the same time, it has nothing to do with tolerating some behavior that violates your boundaries, right? And like, this is something that I think I discussed with you on my previous episode. Or didn't I? I don't remember. Mm, but like, it was, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember what was my previous episode about. But yeah, it's about that. Um, like, when you don't like some, how someone treats you, you still set boundaries. And maybe you uh, enlarge the distance like between you, you know, not enlarge, make the distance between you bigger. But like, when you embrace yourself like that, when you accept yourself like that, um, you stop dividing yourself into good and bad, into the good and the bad, and you stop dividing the whole world into the good and the bad. And it's about acceptance, you know, it's about self-acceptance. Um it's about accepting the duplicity in yourself. It starts with yourself. And then, like, when when you see people who are very judgmental about, like, and it's obvious, we all know that. But when we hear, I mean, and when we see people who are very judgmental about someone else, it means that they are that judgmental and that cruel to themselves too. And um, this is also the answer to my question, uh, to my intention that I said for myself earlier when I woke up, that like I was like, is it really, like, is this thing really bad? Like this person, uh, the po- wh- which whose post I read said, and like the answer for me now in this reading is that no, it's just that when there's person who is judgmental about something, it means that this person is judgmental um, with herself too, with themselves too, you know? Uh, 
And like when you accept yourself and when you accept the world as it is, and like it's a process. It's not like you just once um, upon a time, <laughs> I wanted to say, you just immediately accepted the whole world and then you left, you lived, you, you lived happily ever after, after this, ever since. No, it's a process. And um, when you accept the duplicity, when you're working on accepting the duplicity inside yourself and in the whole world, this is what also helps you to just stay in your lane, you know? And just follow your dreams and do what you want to do and what do what like you feel called to do and just mind your own business. And this is what what makes your um, journey more smooth because you don't attract that contrast over and over and over again to yourself to push against it. Because yeah, it helps. Every time you face contrast, it helps you with something. It helps you get clearer, clearer on something. But sometimes you just, you know, you don't stay in your lane and you look everywhere and you uh, manifest more and more contrast around the thing, like around the things that you already are clear about, right? Like you don't have to do this that often and just move on and just stay in your lane and like acceptance of the good and the bad and seeing the shades in between in yourself and in the whole world helps you to be um teacher of self-love for other people you know the leader of for other people because they see how you accept this in you and you teach them by your example how to accept themselves, the duplicity in themselves and the duplicity in the whole world, you know. And at the same time, your journey is smoother because of that. Because like when you don't need, when you don't feel the need to divide the whole world into um, categories, you just feel more comfortable to choose what what you want. And to not even resist your own desires, right? Because you also stop putting your desires into these different boxes. This is a beautiful message. And I need to listen to this episode after I publish it. Because like it has so much value for me that I need to receive. Because now I was more focused on giving and explaining and... I liked today's episode, honestly, because like I liked how I was confused in the beginning and I was even like, I even thought that maybe I need to stop recording and I need to, um, you know, look at the cards again and maybe to start over and record like and set, um, set more clear intentions, uh, clearer, set clearer intentions and record a different episode for you guys. But then I was like, no. Like I'm receiving this message for some, like for for a reason, for some reason, and I want to at least like look at it. And yeah, I gave myself freedom. I decided in a second that, like, if it doesn't go well, if I don't understand the message, which almost never happens. Like, I would even say not almost. It never happens that I don't get the message. Like because I don't work with cards. I work through cards. You know, and. um I can channel without cards, but I just choose to do it with cards because it's fun. Oh, I'm going to sneeze. But yeah, and then how it unfolded and how I honestly shared with you that like I'm not getting it. And then I'm like, oh, now I get it. It helped me to remove the filter and it helped me to like honesty and authenticity helps me to unpack the messages. And I love doing this on my channeling sessions with clients where I'm like, listen, I'm getting this. I don't understand what it's about, but I'm going to share with you what I hear and like what I receive. And then we will make sure that it may, it may like, we will add, add, ask, pull additional cards <laughs> to make it make sense. But here is like, here what I'm hearing. Here is what I'm hearing. And... 
um, by accepting that I'm not getting what like what the message is, I start then just expressing what I hear and what I feel and like what I receive, and then it starts making sense. And like and then in the end, we usually don't need uh, additional cards because like oh I get it. And this is what happened today. And like this message is so precious. Accept yourself. Accept the duplicity within yourself. Don't be scared of yourself. Look at the parts of you that you resist as just parts of you that like want to give you their message. And don't judge yourself. And when you stop judging yourself and when you just get curious about what's going on inside of you, it helps your inner child to open her or his heart, like their heart, uh, to you. And this is how you understand yourself deeper. And this is how you, you become your best friend. And this is how you learn to use your um, features, you know, your skills, your talents uh, at your own free will, accessing them at your own free will, you know, and then you can do this for other people. And then you teach other people by your example, how to accept this duplicity, and all the shades of gray, you know, um, in themselves and in the whole life. And this is how you make your life easier too. Because honestly, people who see this world in black and white, You'd think that it's easier for them to just say, okay, this is bad, I'm not dealing with this. Okay, this is good, I'm dealing with this. You'd think that it's easier, but like, it's not. Because they see something that they consider bad in someone they love, and like, their whole life goes to shit. Or they see something that they consider bad in um, themselves, and like, it very painful or they see something good from the good category in someone they hate and like they get so confused it's such a confusing life when you just divide the whole world into black and white and this is such a beautiful message you guys okay i'm gonna leave it at, at this and um thank you so much for tuning in thank you so much for spending your time with me and i appreciate you all thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being here and um, i love you and have a lovely rest of your day and like if you feel called to share what resonated and how it resonated with you uh, feel free to send me a dm on instagram i'm a dasha thinks and um, that's all i wanted to say i love you and i will talk to you next time kisses